0: to girl Flower podcast with vic and jess we will be having conversations and inspirational chinwags with florists and growers to keep you company in your workspaces in the car over a cuppa or wherever you like to listen we hope to help you along on your own floral journey i've really missed seeing you because we just haven't seen each other either on zoom or in person for ever It's actually ridiculous. There was a time when we were kind of spending our lives in each other's pockets. And then you would have thought that us being working on the same site, that we'd actually see each other more. But it hasn't really been that. It's been stolen moments. of you like lugging in some buckets for me or me popping over to the field to say hello? But very, very rarely, it's been mental. Yeah, yeah. Last year did just go slightly insane (laughs) and it was it was wonderful to watch from my point of view to watch from you know watch from a distance watch all these freelancers turning up in your workshop and then these massive arrangements being lugged out and loaded onto vans and things and you know I could see it kind of happening when I was down the far end of the plot but but then I was just literally there kind of madly cutting flowers and trying to weed it was just like separate ways but so close <laughs> yeah and that's why we've had to take a bit of a sabbatical from the podcast yeah. um because it's um, um we've said it many many times it isn't just a case of us recording because that's the quick and easy bit is um you know and the fun bit you know get you know ha- having chats with people um for an hour or so but it's all of the other bits and bobs behind the scenes setting up appointments and editing and then i mean it's it, there's a lot of work that goes into it um
1: yeah, so-
0: there, there, there is. And that's why it's just taken us a little while to kind of sort ourselves out. And we're now rushing around trying to cobble together uh, <laughs> some guests. <laughs> hey, we're not cobbling together. We're not cobbling together. No, no, i am not cobbling together like is in the quality of the people that are going to come on. I mean, cobbling together like we've got dates in the diary to record and we're like, quick, phone that person. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that's, that's, well, that's because I've been put in charge of booking guests now. So it's always... You know what it is, uh, manana, manana. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yeah. So, Vic, you are you are p- picking up the slack at the beginning of this year on the podcast. Uh, we'll we'll talk about what I'm up to and and why you're picking up the slack. But then, you know, hopefully next season it'll be back to normal again. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, definitely. There are going to be a few changes coming up, um, but we'll speak about that a bit later on um in order for the podcast to move forward successfully and smoothly. Um, because we wanna we wanna keep going, but there does need to be some changes. So we'll we'll chat about all of that later on. Yeah. But I'm gonna start off um talking to you, Vic, about about last year. So mm. As, as always, beginning of January, wedding florists and you, oh, God, I've only got this many weddings in. Oh, God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, I'm so stressed. What a big workshop, big workshop. Then boom. Oh, my God. Not only did you have, like, back-to-back weddings, they were huge weddings. They were mm you had to kind of suddenly upscale with the, with the level of staff and risk assessments and hiring in crew and scaffolding and all that. How, what happened? What happened for you to, A, get those jobs? Just, just talk me back. I think, I think uh, a lot of it was, it felt like lucky breaks being in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel very, very grateful, but these jobs um they certainly some of the bigger jobs they never started off big and then they just it seemed to be spiraling with with the money that was being spent and then all of a sudden you're knee deep in 18 freelancers yeah (laughs) setting up weddings and it was um well it was completely new ground being in charge of that um that sort of scale of wedding and um I think I went into it quite – I went into it excited because I've been waiting for the opportunity to be able to do something um, on that scale, and but it was scary. Yeah. Because it was, it was going to be the first time I ever did anything like that and, and had that bigger team. Did you just, sell them the dream? Did you go, oh, my God, we could do this here? And yeah, that. well, I mean – I think it's what I do every time. I try and sell the dream every single time. Yeah, and um, so you go. I always go in quite big on my proposals, and yeah. then they can scale back if necessary. But yeah. I went in big, and they said, "Yeah." I always think it. actually that's a really good tip with doing proposals because I always say to people, even though what I do is is much smaller, I say I'm going to price for what you've described mm. and the scale that mm. I think that you want and if and if that like if that number is okay with you then you're going to get the dream if it's not okay come back we can add bits and work out what's important like always go big but tell them that there's that you're going to do that tell them that you're going to price the dream first because yeah. it, then if you don't tell them and they see it they might go elsewhere and try and get it cheaper because maybe what's in your mind and their mind is very very different but i just always say i'm going to price price for the for the big thing because mm. if, if because when they see your proposal and read it and see the images you give if that's what they love and then they see the price and they can afford it then they get what they want and i think yeah exactly like so big exactly um so yeah i mean i i do i i price up every single job to what you know the spec that they want it and then if it's not within their budget they can scale back but it's nice to see what you can get for if you spend that little bit extra so. um I know, like, before you were, you know, solo, before you were Ivy Amelia, you'd worked on really, really big weddings before, Mm. but you'd never, like, this was the first one doing it when you are, you are solely responsible, and that's what you wanted, you wanted to scale up, you wanted to Mm. do big weddings. How did you find it? How did the reality, like, live up to it? I never thought I would say this, yeah, because, (laughs) you know, I never thought I would say this, but... Doing a massive wedding, it's almost, I mean, obviously there's a lot of planning and logistics that goes behind the, behind the scenes. There's a lot of lot more planning for it, loads more planning. But actually doing it, creating it and having the team there, I was probably the most chilled out I've ever been. <laughs> I will agree. So I helped out. I was up scaffolding with <laughs> ruckloads of foliage on that on that massive one at Wadston. And you literally were like swanning around with your clipboard. And it was really lovely to see yeah. you kind of standing back and just kind of directing people saying, oh, a bit more of this way, a bit more of that way. But there was no kind of panic. And I mm-hmm. and I think you had enough time. You had the whole day beforehand. Exactly. You didn't have that flipping, 40 degree heat to cope with though so that was yes in a glass room <laughs> oh in a, yeah oh we did we had um that was the second Wadsden. that was well it was a good i think it was about 35 yeah um but we had to do an urn in the winter garden yeah and um like the guys who were doing it like Maya especially i think she nearly got sunburn yeah um because it was it was <laughs> god it was so hot but they had um they had um air con and stuff running you know trying trying their hardest but yeah I was I was I just felt super chilled but then I felt super chilled because the team mm. that I had that, well look I, I felt super chilled because the team that I had for those weddings were f- absolutely phenomenal yeah everyone knew what they were doing I was you know crazy organized I was there as you say with a clipboard I'd timed everything out I'd set certain people on certain areas and it was just simple. Mm. Which it was, it, um, it was really good. Like yeah. everyone turned up and they were like, right, where do you want me? And then within like half an hour, everything was like on its way. And it yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was incredible to be part of it. But yeah, you were, yeah. You, were you were very chilled. I was, wasn't I? But you know, huge thanks to my project manager Paulie. He was incredible. You know, he's not only like a super talented florist, but he, you know, he's he yeah, was really he was really committed to those jobs as well. And I can't can't go without saying about Georgia as well, because Georgia. Oh, my God. Georgia has been an absolute rock this year as well as Paulie. And um, having those two guys on pretty much every single job that we've done this year, um, they've been my constants, you know, like throughout. And Georgia is uh, currently travelling, and I'm just hoping she comes back. <laughs> I've already messaged her, and I've said, listen, I know you're having a good time, Georgia, um, but are, are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't have too good a time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, she looks like she's having the best time, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm living vicariously through her Instagram yeah. at the moment, because she's, she's in Sydney at the moment. Yeah, she's. Uh, but she has been, like a godsend to you she's just um you know you tell her to uh, ask her to do something and it's done but but done and more it's like yeah. you asked her to sort out your workshop and everything was labeled and you know and you ask her to clean vases and they're not just clean they're put away they're stacked they're labeled like she's just brilliant isn't she yeah I mean the great thing about Georgia is Georgia Georgia started off just doing studio d-rigs for me at the beginning of the year and she is such a talented florist yeah like you know I, I remember giving her a couple of bits and bobs to do i did i think i did a chalice arrangement and just said oh well, can you make can you just do a you know a duplicate of this and it was exactly the same yeah she you know perfect. and all of a sudden yeah i'm like oh my god like yeah georgia i mean georgia is bloody brilliant florist know. you know but she it seems she can do anything i know we'll get her do you know what? a few years time We'll have her yeah. on the podcast, and she can tell us all about how she's kind of gone from helping you out to being like this, you know, international florist. That's Isn't where she. Yeah, no, it's it's great. She's great, and like I say, um, Paulie as well, and everyone, yeah. everyone who's been on the team this year have been brilliant. And you know, I just feel very supported. I felt very supported by my my community in general. Um, like last year, it's been good. It's been really good. So what? So that's that's all the positive stuff. Is there anything that happens or anything oh. that you learn from? Oh God, your face then. Is there something that happened that you don't want to tell us? <laughs> no, I will tell you. I'm going to tell sure. you exactly. Well, I'll, I'll tell. I'll, I'll, I'll brush over the details. Um, I think over the last two years, I, I I've lost count of the amount of times about me saying I need to get an accountant. I must get an accountant. I must get an accountant. Yeah, I need to get an accountant. And then we'll speak to people, and they're like one of the biggest things that I would say is you should get an accountant and I'm like writing it down, get accountant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't get an accountant and this year um, I had to get an accountant because I had to go VAT registered, but because I am my own accountant and because I'm so terrible at doing my books, I'd gone over the VAT threshold and not even realised. Um, so that at the beginning of the year was so stressful Mm. Um, but my lovely accountants sorted me out. and um, See, I need an accountant because when you say you went over the tax threshold, I know there's a threshold, but I have no idea what repercussions happen. Well, I could have got slammed with a huge fine. Um, so when you go over the VAT threshold, um, it's I think it's like £85,000 turnover. Right. When you go over the VAT threshold, anything that you, um, any money that you take Over that amount, you have to pay 20% to the Batman. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. So you got stung with a massive bill, but at least you didn't get the fine. I know. I don't know what I don't know what that fine could have been. But anyway, it was my my accountants were absolutely brilliant. So that's one thing moving forward. I should have really done a long time ago because I was always thinking, oh well, I can just do that myself. You know but me being me I'm absolutely terrible with with doing anything to do with numbers yeah. um so I just used to leave it to the last minute for everything because I absolutely hate doing it and so that's something that I am now going to say to everyone get an accountant <laughs> don't if you don't if you're not given numbers if you don't like doing all of that stuff you need to farm it out to someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, do not get yourself into the position that I got myself into at the beginning of the year. I literally thought I was going to throw up. I thought I was going to throw up. So, um, but all is well. Um, And, you know, I'm fat registered now. So another thing that will be changing, um, which which has changed moving forwards, is that obviously I'm more expensive than someone who isn't fat registered. Mm. So my business will evolve in that respect. But then hopefully if you're getting those larger scale weddings, that's kind of just you know, all of the florists that do the massive yeah. weddings, they're VAT registered. So you're just going to like be competitively priced with them, but then yeah. you are going to be more expensive for a bouquet and buttonholes than somebody like me who, who isn't VAT registered. Yeah, Jess, you're taking all my business, man. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I can assure you I'm taking none of your business. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, I'm really glad that you've you've learned that because yeah, we talk about getting accountants a, a lot. So, um, I um have just done um sales course from Forever Green Flower Company. Mm-hmm. She does an advanced flower farming course, which is basically three sessions, but it's all about numbers, planning, accounts, um, all the stuff that I have no. <sighs> I have no love for I have yeah. no love for being organized and I would say that quite a lot of it she will she'll probably listen to this and go oh Jessica quite, oh. A, <laughs> it, quite a lot of it is 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 really really kind of organized and I will I've made myself my own charts that are the things that I'm going to keep records of and when it comes to accounts and stuff so I have set up my business account and a separate account that, that when money goes in the tax money goes straight over because nice. like you I've done my accounts and um did slightly better than I thought um and, and that's where she'll frown because slightly better than you thought I should know I should, should know, know. exactly and um yeah and I had to go tail between legs to um my husband and take a little loan <laughs> I now needed to pay back but this is the thing with I think um when you are just like I'm not one of those people who's you know oh I'm a bit creative and then I'm a bit you know really not good with numbers and I'm creative um I am only one of those yeah um yeah yeah and so are you Jess yeah but it's not happening again it's having not having those, tools, no, not, having those tools and I'm, I'm sure the course was amazing I'm sure sales course is amazing so it's just about oh, yeah. implementing everything and like you, I am this year, I am not in control of my accounts. I am in control of um of doing all the planning and I'm in control of making sure all my invoices go into that folder all nicely, but I am not in control of my accounts and even to the point where I'm not even going to be in control of my bank account. Okay. Explain more. Explain more. I can't be trusted to not oh. go to go oh, I'll buy those seeds and those seeds and those seeds. I'm going to hand over control of that to my lovely husband, Adam, so that every time I need to buy seeds, I've just got somebody second guessing me. Like, mm. you need those. And if I say, yeah, I definitely do. Like, I've definitely thought about it. But rather than be able to go click, you know, I've got this fingerprint thing on my computer, <laughs> so I don't even have to type in my card details. It's just going to make me a second guess of yeah. how, and, and then if and I'm going to order, he'll, you know... That, that's how it's going to work. I literally want to do the growing and I want to do the selling and I want nothing to do with the money. I don't I don't need any more clothes. I don't need any more wet weather gear. I don't need anything. I've got all my seeds ordered, all my bulbs ordered, all everything ordered. I don't need anything and I just don't want to have any part in it. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, um, I can't point, hand over my I can't knicker. hand over my bank account to my husband because he's just as awful as I am. <laughs> oh, mine's not. So, like, to the point: if I need new knickers, I'm going to have to say, "Can I have my wages?" Like, <laughs> there's gonna there's going to be a certain amount. I'm going to have wages, and it's going to be really, really organised because I do not want to get in a mess, and I would like to have all that lovely profit at the end of the year. Yeah, it sounds lovely. I mean, I have stopped myself now um, getting those rushes of dopamine off of ridiculous purchases. Um, I just won't do it anymore. You know, like these faddish things. Oh, I'm you know, like the flower press. Um, oh, so much stuff, the resin that I bought that never got used, all the things that I think, oh, I'm gonna do that, I'm definitely gonna do that, and it never happens. Um, so I, yeah, I've completely stopped myself. That being said, um, I'm always a sucker for um, the Zara sale. So <laughs> you know. um, anyway, I digress. Listen, I want to talk to you, Jess, about um, about your year last year. Tell me a little yeah. bit about everything. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, just um, there were flowers. There were lots of flowers. The um, And it was so beautiful. And I had so many successes. Um, still learnt a lot, like... Um, need to sew certain things a little bit earlier and uh, but there there will always be flowers I've, I learned that even if you miss your your sewing dates the earlier sewing dates and you think oh God I'm so behind I am so behind everybody else mm-hmm. doesn't matter these lovely flowers they catch up and you have them in abundance and it's amazing yes that 40 degree bloody I was gonna say how, how was the heat for you because I know that that was just uh, I mean just mental yeah it was absolutely it was but <sighs> You'd be surprised how many things just, um, just kind of got on and and did it. Like I, I was you know watering at you know midnight and things to try and keep to keep things things going in the cool but they they survived really well and I and I had flowers you know some things got a little bit scorched because that that 40 degree heat came with all that wind and it was the wind burn that got things so I had so my um my anti kind of they were just doing really well and then they kind of suddenly went um Mm -hmm. but the sunflowers didn't mind it and the straw flowers like dried flowers just didn't weren't bothered at all so i had a massive abundance of dried flowers and have sold all of them so i'm sowing so many more this year and um things like things like the scabious and stuff they just didn't mind the heat and um yeah just and the dahlia was slow to get going anyway and then when this heat came they kind of all came on and i had an abundance of dahlias oh, your was dahlia was so gorgeous you grew some amazing stuff yeah. last year what, what yeah. was the um, in terms of how you were selling your flowers what were you doing most were you were you wholesaling most or were you doing your um, your um, was it farm no it's not farm shops it's um, so I do the- like farmers markets the markets yeah you did the yep, markets so and I- then you did some wedding flowers and stuff like yeah, that as well what, yeah, what, was, I did, the, uh, what was the percentage uh, I really of what you were doing yeah that you're talking to me i'm not. yeah, oh, percentage what's the percentage <laughs> see that's what i'm this is this is where my charts this year are going to come yeah. in so i would say like weekly that i had those yes. wholesale buckets going mm-hmm. out um and then monthly have the farmer's market and i think i had a couple of weddings every month as well so mm. the, the wholesale stuff kind of was was very very regular but what i realized is i didn't have enough of anything because people because so many florists were contacting me saying have you got this and i was like no i already sold that to, to that florist so i need three times the amount of stuff and also i could have sold so many more farm gate um bouquets people want to come and get flowers regularly but the plot there's no there's no kind of parking there's no i'm not set up for people coming to me to yeah. to come and collect <laughs> flowers and so we um and and I loved the weddings I did it's so do you know what's really really lovely to to be able to just say to people and the the way I work now is kind of uh, give me a rough color palette but I'm not Mm. promising you anything at all I'm going to just cut for you what's what's there and what's best and you know putting together a bouquet and being like oh that could just do with a little bit more of that lovely flox and just going to pick it is just oh my god it's lovely but um, that's because my weddings are really lovely and small scale. And I'm gonna be doing the three B's this year: bouquets, buttonholes, and buckets. That's love what they're getting from me. They're not, I don't want to be doing any running around, setting up churches. There are there are florists that can do that. And bloody Georgia, Georgia can take on those smaller weddings if she wants to. You know, she whoever wants to do them, I would love to work with a florist, but this year, I need to be selling flowers like daily from the farm gate, mm-hmm. like bouquets daily and subscriptions and buckets of flowers and doing some like um, little workshops and things like that. So I sat down and wrote a list of all the the positives about being where I was and all the reasons for moving plots. But also in the middle of all this, you rebranded. Yeah, yeah, we did. And that kind of came with the thought of moving plot. I was kind of like, I'm so close to Buckingham. And if I move plot, it's gonna be right in Buckingham. Like lolly in the hair is a lovely, really personal name, but I just needed to be Buckingham flower farm, like no, just nothing fancy about it. That is what I am. And that's where people can find me. I have no website at the moment. I'm literally Facebook and Instagram. There will be a website one day. Um, Again, that comes down into costings and not getting in debt. Um, But yeah, I did. And um, lovely Lydia Glenday, who did my original logo, just kind of rejigged Uh, the other ones we've still got lolly in the hair in the logo um but yeah it's really pretty and I'm and I can't wait to have it printed onto some big signs by the roadside as well so okay so talk to us about your new plot I want to hear all about your new plot and what the um the positives uh, the positive outcomes that you think the move will have for you and why and also um how it's been lifting and shifting stuff from your old plot to the new (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can see I've got a filter on because these bags, these (laughs) bags are real. Um, Yeah. So old plots is is lovely. The soil is beautiful. It's just because it's been um, farmland and it's been ploughed and ploughed and ploughed over years and years and years. So digging into it is gorgeous. But just down the road, literally in Buckingham, so I can, you know, my kids can walk there from school. There is Manor Farm and it's owned by the Veery family. Lovely Tim, who who I kind of have got to know. He's randomly a friend of my brother's knows all my family, but they've they have their, they've um got like a business park. They've so they converted all their own barns into a business park. And then they have a cafe on site at the farm and they have a butcher's and they have a cheese room. Oh my God, Vic, I'm taking you to the cheese room. Oh, don't it, look, I've only just stopped eating cheese after Christmas. I am cheese. I eat, therefore I am cheese. <laughs> but it's it's just like it's a real buzzy hub and they have lots of things. They've got a forest school that runs in the trees um, there. Um, they do loads of little craft fairs and markets. And the, and the thing with there is... Um, they're already set up for people coming Mm. so they there's parking and they're really into you know farm to fork you know so all the sausages are from there the pigs are running around at the moment you know the lambs are running around at the moment it's really really lovely to see them and they really care about the environment and they're planting hundreds of new trees on the farm and um so Tim's always been very interested in what I'm doing. And I've done a few kind of pop-up stalls there. Like if like last year, if I had loads and loads of flowers, I phoned Tim and said, Can I come and set up a stall on Saturday um, at your farm? And I'd set up a stall and sell all my flowers at his farm. And so I just kind of put it to him that I would really like to buy some land. And he said, I haven't got any land for sale. I can't sell any. You know, it's big family farm he said but I could rent you some potentially so I went away and thought about it and he went away and thought about it and he offered me a full acre plot so just at the end of the the drive so you can park there there's a footpath that runs through the field next to me so people can see what I'm doing Um, and it's just it's a really ideal plot and access is good Um, it's really ideal Um, half of it (laughs) It's so stony, Vic, you would not believe. Like, <clears throat> oh, my God. But the soil's good. We just have to mm. get through those, just have to keep adding compost. Um. Yeah, so it's been a challenge getting it all up and get. Or just getting the ground ready has been a challenge. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, it must have been quite hard. It, it's Well, you're currently doing it now. You're still lifting and shifting stuff out from the old site, which is a uh, mission, I can imagine. Yeah, it's been... There's there've been a lot of tears on my part, I have to say. Um it's been it's been a lot. You know, I was kind of like, yeah, it'll be fine. Tim will bring the trailer up mm. and I'll just load all the plants onto it and we'll take them all down. And then I'll lift I'll put everything in the shipping container and we'll take that down. Vic, we have done hundreds of van runs. We have done six trailer loads, we've still got another trailer load to go. Uh we've still got to take down the polytunnels and move those over. It has been so much more than I ever could have imagined. Is everything been safely transported, or will you not know for a little while? The stuff that we planted um before Christmas is already starting to show lovely little green shoots because it's all the all the perennials and the shrubs that I've moved. Like I've got to start on annuals in, in March. I've missed sowing like all my biennials and things, but that's fine. That'll be next year. But yeah, so And, and what was amazing is, you know, where I'd planted into five meter beds, I'm now planting into 10 meter beds. And because Mm of, you know, plants Mm -hmm. are three, two and a half, three years old now, I'm splitting them. And I've, you know, made out of a five meter bed, two, 10 meter beds. So Mm -hmm. I've increased my stock like so much and thinking about spreading into an acre, I filled that acre up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it, it's going to take me, a, you know, a couple of years to get to get like settled in again. But yeah. um, a whole quarter of an acre of that plot, the the plan is to sow it all for pick your own flowers as well. So that's the bit that I need to kind of get working on because I think while the perennials get going again and the shrubs mm. get established, hopefully this summer we could do some really good pick your own sessions. But I've got some. Um, I did buy a big new polytunnel, which just got put up. So my birthday was on the sixth of January, and me and Adam were. Oh, finishing. I missed your birthday. I'm so good. Don't even worry. But what on my waiting? birthday, literally, we were out there finishing the polytunnel on my birthday, and so I was like, "Happy birthday!" It's <laughs> I can actually plant things into it, so um, it's take it's taking a while, but we've got till. I, well, I said we've got till March until Andrew from the old farm needs to kind of just plow that field back in. Um, I'm going to um, lie in the field, so you can't plow it back. I'll be like, no, I'll be like with little poster saying, "Don't plow over it." Honestly, <laughs> if you want to come back. It's it's all gonna it's all gonna. I think he's gonna sow quite a lot of it to wildflower. So if he and just that'd be nice. gonna, like rotates over the top rather than plows it like he's just going to spread all the seeds and you watch you're going to be able to go out of there and pick i can imagine because <laughs> there is i'll so be there that, with my that, my secretary to be like what are you doing <laughs> there is so much already coming up that um and i said to him um in march when everything does start coming up um can i come back with my trowel and anything i've missed can i <laughs> dig up and he said yes of course you could do that so um so that's quite nice but uh, yeah, I just uh, need to get everything to the new plot and start spending days there sorting it all out. But we've managed to do so much. You know, you know what it was like when I set up mm. in the first place. Don't hang about. Like it's 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 getting done. So yeah. um. So yeah. So future, uh, what do you see it? What do you see this new, this new site doing for you? What do you? I know you said pick your own. Yeah. What, what else do you want? This it also be. means that there'll, there'll be like a workshop hut on on the site so florists can um come and pick up whenever they want like if I'm not there I can leave their flowers in in the hut and they can drive right up to the hut they can pick up the flowers and they can go mm-hmm. so, so that's much easier for florists for everyday customers Um, I can, you know, Wednesday (laughs) to Saturday have bouquets collection bouquets for collection. I can make up a few just on spec as well, you know, if anybody does just come along. um, It means that people can come and, you know, pick buckets of flowers to take away potentially we can start like a flower club and you know one, once a month I can have a group of people they I can give them a tour of the field they can cut they can go and have tea and coffee in the cafe as part of the price and then they can come and I can teach them to do an arrangement Sounds amazing So that so there's all of there's all of that um and it's just people can see me people can find me that their signs are going to be on the road so I mean the cafe is buzzing Mm. all the time you know I get I get there sometimes at half past eight in the morning they open at half eight and the cafe's full of everyone having breakfast and you know when they've done the craft fairs there as well they they are busy they've got they've got a little hub um so I'm just hoping that I'll be part of that hub sounds amazing yeah I'm hoping it I'm hoping it will be it's good it will be you've got the footfall you've already got people there everybody loves flowers you know, they've got a community there where you said it's like from farm to fork. So they want, you know, the people who are going there, they want things that are cultivated in the UK. They want things, you know, fresh out of the ground. Yeah, Um, And everyone loves flowers. Yeah, they do. And actually, even if I do only what I did last year, that's this, like if this year, even if I take what I took last year, that's fine. But this year I'm going to have, Four times the amount of stuff. So yeah. the florists that I had to say, oh no, no, I haven't got enough stuff, that I will be able to fulfill mm. four times the orders because um Well, I- surely if you can if you're gonna be able to fulfill four times the orders, then you'll make four times the money. Well, that if I can sell it all, yeah. I'm sure you can sell it all. Because you know, you are it's it's not a case of you it's not a case of you being on the other farm anymore. You've got people, you've got people constantly buzzing around. Yeah. You know, you're going to have somewhere for people to collect. So you're not going to have to go out and deliver to them. Yeah. Um, you're going to do the cut your own. You're going yeah. to do your farmer's markets. You're going to be a busy yeah. gal. And on Saturdays as well, you know, I can even just always have that stall in their yard uh, and but directing people over to the field. But but from the from the farmyard, you can see the field and it's going yeah. to be... But you could you can have bouquets made up in your little hut or somewhere or even yeah. in, the, in, the, in the cafe, people yeah. can just grab a, grab a bunch even it's like little jars or things like that there's so yeah. much you can do I'm taking inspiration from from other growers in that um Rachel from Green and gorgeous they have mm-hmm. kind of open Saturdays um where they sell their flowers uh you know they they advertise it and then the South world <coughs> flower company where they're open in the summer holidays and they do little jam jars of flowers or full buckets of flowers pick your own so I'm just yeah I'm learning from all the wonderful people that we have interviewed. Let's speak about the podcast. Yeah. We are making some changes, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. And because Jess and I want to continue the podcast. And we're just a little bit busy quite a lot of the time, as everybody is. We have got an announcement that we will be having someone very, very dear to our hearts joining us. For podcast recordings, yeah, so the ones that we can't make, basically. Yeah. So if one person can't make the podcast because we're absolutely stacked, or the other person can't make it, then we'll be bringing on the lovely Liz from Blue Sky Flowers, and we're super excited because be so- <laughs> Liz is when we first met Liz, uh, Liz was lovely from the moment we met her, but she's been such a, an avid supporter of the podcast mm-hmm. and actually a dear, dear friend as well. Yeah. So we're we're excited to have her on board. Yeah, really excited. And um she's just so knowledgeable and interesting. And I think she might be I think she might just be bloody brilliant. I think she's gonna ask some really good questions. I think she's gonna be just yeah, she'll everyone's gonna love her. They're gonna be like too. Yeah. Like, come on, Liz. Yeah, yeah, they like, we'll be kicked <laughs> off and be Liz Liz's podcast. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, it what's what's so nice about having Liz is that we we all get on so well. So there'll yeah. still be, you know, lots of silliness and banter and, and things like that, you know, yeah. the same vibe. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to, to have her on. Yeah. And hopefully it should work out that I'll definitely be on for like all the growers that we speak to and mm-hmm. you'll definitely be on for all the florists that we speak to. And then, then yeah, between the three of us, we will work it out, which is amazing. Cannot we wait. also need to figure out, um, how we'll be releasing the podcast, the kind of frequency of how we'll be releasing the podcast. And we haven't quite worked that out. We were doing um, weekly podcasts mm-hmm. of the series, but it might be that it'd be bi-weekly or even monthly. We haven't quite got round to deciding that yet, as we haven't really had a chance to sit down and have a proper chat with each other. No, and I think that that will depend on... um Like, ideally, every two weeks would be lovely and we'd do 10 episodes in a season and then there'd be a short break, not a whole year's break. But, you know, that that would be ideal. But we'll have to see how it goes. Um, We've just been so chuffed by how many messages we've got, you know, Saying, please, when are you coming back? Please. Oh, and then you know, you've made my day telling me you're coming back. And it's just mm. been really lovely. And I think there have been some times where both of us have gone, it just can't do it anymore. We just yeah. can't do it. We, we sat like, down, I think maybe a couple of months ago. Um, a few stolen lines religious. we had. Yeah, we had a we had a, a a stolen moment where we were just chatting, and then we both had said, I did I just don't think we can do this anymore. I just yeah. don't think it's viable. Um, and then we've slowly come around to the fact that we need help yeah. if we to continue um, the podcast. We need help. Um, we need, uh, we, you know, we're hoping to get um, someone to help us out with our Facebook page. The Facebook page we had every intention of it being something really, really useful for our community, but yeah. we've just not being able to have the time to manage it and not making excuses. But we don't get paid for what we do. Um, which, it actually you know, costs us. <laughs> yeah, it actually cost us money to release the podcast. Um, but it has been a passion project. But we want to continue it because we know that so many people find it valuable. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, the, the Facebook page has loads of subscribers and, it, mm-hmm. and there's loads of people on there, but it's doing absolutely nothing. So if there is anybody out there that kind of wants to be involved with this podcast and wants to take over the... The Facebook page and actually make it into a a, Q&A, um, a Q and a questions and answers kind of hub and, and you know offering advice if you want to kind of be in, involved if you've got ideas for it please get in touch it would just be lovely we would really like it because otherwise I think we're just gonna have to shut it down. Yeah I think that what we need is we need some people to come in knowing that they're not getting paid, but as as passionate about the industry as we are and as passionate about sharing information, building a community. Um, and you know, we wouldn't just be leaving you solo to do it. We would have, we would have meetings and things like that where we can discuss how we need to push forward and things like that. But it would be, it would just be so helpful to have, I think the more people we can throw at this podcast, the better it will be. And the, the more valuable it will be to people. Because it is we've we've made this community and I think we're throwing it out there to make it more of a community project. I mean it doesn't have to be one person taking over the face, but you could do it in conjunction with somebody else. Like get a yeah. subgroup if, if you want mm. if you want to do it. Um get people on, talk, you know, you can do Facebook lives, you can do anything, you can, you know, talk about what anything you've got going on. Just just really use it. But me and Vic aren't going to do anything with it. So it either either someone Well that we don't to- want to. But we no, do. But we're being, just, we're we're being we very can't. honest. Being yeah. very honest with with the time that we've got and the commitments we've got. So I think I think we either you know expand the community and get a, a team of people or a person to take over the Facebook page, or we just don't worry about a Facebook page. It's not essential for the podcast, but it would be a nice. It's another tool for the industry, isn't it? It's just another tool if if mm-hmm. we get get it going. Definitely. Um, and then equally with the Instagram, we were hoping that we could do Instagram takeovers. So I love that idea. Yeah. So maybe um, you take you take the uh, podcast Instagram page for a week, and you can introduce yourself. You can introduce your business. The only thing we'll need you to to do if if your takeover um is a week where we've got a podcast coming out we just need you to do a post about well we'll do the post about the you know the person coming coming on the podcast but use it tell use it to tell all of our followers about about you and your business and your floristry or or your growing and it would just be so lovely you know behind the scenes a day in the life you know, just show people what you do on a weekly basis because everyone loves to be nosy. And yeah. I think that'll be a real buzz, actually, yeah. um, having some fresh faces um, and fresh content on the Instagram. Yeah, and no, no pressure. You don't have to do seven posts in seven days. You could do three. You can do four. You, you can so, seven. Yeah, loads of stories or wh- whatever you want to do, but just, you know, so it's fun and engaging. So you can always just um, pop us a message drop us a DM on Instagram if you're interested in potentially doing um, an Instagram takeover. Drop us, uh, yeah, let's do, drop us a message on Instagram with your email as well. And we will Mm -hmm. then get a list of, depending on how many um, volunteers we get, we might just have to pull names out of a hat if everybody volunteers. Um, But we'll just kind of get a list together and then send you your, your week that you will be hosting it we could even do i could even set up like um some prompts or something over the seven days just to if if you know you're stuck on ideas or anything like that um of what to post or what to pop on stories but yeah i think that'd be a fun a fun thing to do yeah let's know yeah i i'm i'm really interested yeah it's it's being nosy and um also yeah being a community this this is it and uh you know we're trying to make it more of a community thing and to keep it going so yeah but I think um either we're going to have now thousands of blooming dms or it's going to be tumbleweed radio silence <laughs> yeah you never know and then we'll just be coming after you for for the takeovers we'll be approaching you then <laughs> yeah or, or not we'll just yeah or- that's it there's only there's only a certain amount that we could do and I think um I think we're 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 all just very time poor. Like as a nation, I think everyone just never seems to have the time. So, but everyone's got a little bit of time, and so if we share it all around, then then that that you know it adds up, doesn't it? I just think it's going to be fresher having some different people on the Instagram. You know, no one wants to hear us blather on or not, as we haven't blathered on at all on there. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> Hampton Court. I think the Hampton Court was the last post we did. Oh my god! On, uh, I know. I know that's a long oh, time ago. Yeah, really and not. and equally, if anybody's bloody brilliant at podcasting and and business and wants to help us find some sponsorship, that would be great. Mm, yeah. But we're kind of, we've semi given up on that, haven't we? Because it of, of time and and things like that. But it would be yeah. it would be lovely. It would just be really nice to make this into something. I mean, all the podcasts I listen to, I feel like the ones that are most successful are the people that started off and then made it into their full-time jobs. I'm not doing Can you <laughs> imagine doing that? We'd actually be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, talk about homeless. Just, I'm just going to say, throw it all into the mix. So I'm moving my whole bloody farm My husband's moving to a larger workshop and expanding his business. And then uh, I went and put the bloody house on the market as well. So (laughs) we're trying to sell a house and move. You know, why not? Why not? So, yeah, we're all it's all a little bit crazy. And you're you're doing some home improvements, aren't you? Yeah, we're doing an extension because um, me and my husband and my tiny child uh, are way too we have way too much shit basically and we just need a, a bigger room to put more shit in <laughs> that's how it's gonna go um but yeah we yeah we've just just um yeah we just just got that all sorted out and yeah we're gonna be starting on an extension so that's gonna be absolute carnage because I've heard some horrible horrible stories about extensions and how long they take and things go wrong and then the builders don't turn up and um oh But, yeah, I'm going to get on the blow to some architects um, when I finish this podcast. So wish me luck. Oh, my God. Well, I I am going to go with, um, just to let you know, um, the kitchen extension that we're having. Um, We are going to have terracotta and mustard, um, a terracotta and mustard kitchen. (gasps) Oh, my (laughs) God. I know. Oh my god! So I'm still so in love with the color that you painted inside your workshop. I have yeah. pressed posted so many pictures of coral kitchens, <laughs> I and I've that. nearly and I've nearly got Adam. No, Adam makes handmade kitchens. Yeah, it's not. And, and this is going to sound like the most spoilt brat thing to say, but like if we design the kitchen with like overlay cupboards, it's not like he can't respray them if he really hates them. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, yes it will cost money and yes it will cost time but after five years it's not like I need to then go and you know get a I've, whole new I've kitchen got, I've got that luxury yeah. you know so mm. uh, yeah well when I showed Tom what I wanted to have in the kitchen because he's letting me just do what I want to do which is quite nice yeah. um and I was thinking oh I'm gonna get some kickback on this um and I was like this is what I want and he was like Oh, I love it. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. I was like, come on. Perikosha okay. mustard. We're going to have the most stylish kitchens ever. We've just got to live through some really awful home improvements first. Yeah. I'm, I, the bit I'm dreading is actually the garden. We, You know how that big old ivy arch in the garden? Yes. The frost killed it off. Killed the ivy? Yeah. It went all brown and awful and then had massive patches like huge patches that have just it all started shattering all over the garden we, we've um, we cut it down Oh, I know it we've cut didn't it down give it time to see if it was going to recover you know what with the extension going out into the garden it's just going to be too it it's so shady with that yeah. thing up and we're going to be moving the the house in more into the garden and it's just going to block out all the light and yeah. um, so we, we take it down and our garden's quite big I'm quite shocked Oh yeah, well now it will seem really, really big. Yes. With your, once you've got your extension, all you need is a really smart kind of patio seating that's what we're doing, open, <laughs> open into the onto the patio, so it makes it feel like another room. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with bi and then I'm gonna go with like a glass roof situation on the extension bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress, but I'm I'm excited to actually have a bit more space. It's going to be lovely. My God! Um, well, we so so let's go back to flowers really quickly. So everyone knows what I've got coming up this year. Basically, loads of more, like lo- just loads of flowers. Come come and see. Mm. Me, come and get some flowers. Have you got anything lined up that's excellent this year, or are you still at the beginning and planning? Yeah, I, I feel like I am. It, it's a lot quieter this year. Okay, it's a lot quieter, which I wanted it to be quieter. Mm. Um. And yeah, I wanted it to be quieter, which is fine. I'm not quite this quiet. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I've got things, um, just booked a really lovely wedding in September. Um, so that's gonna be nice. I've got a couple of really I've got a couple of juicy ones in the pipeline, but it's whether they come into fruition. Okay. But I'm I'm holding my nerve. Um, which I have been doing all last year, really, I I did knock back a lot of inquiries because they just they just didn't fit with what I wanted to do. Right, um, And I did that a lot last year, like throughout the whole year. I was just like, no, no, this isn't the right project for me, not the right project. And then you get to the beginning of, you know, 23, and you think, oh, shit, like it's not as busy as I would like it to be. Um, but I'm still holding my nerve um, in hopes that the, the really juicy ones will come in last minute, like... I think the bigger weddings are more last minute just because if you have money so for a bigger scale wedding, um, you can, you know, you can afford to get things moving. You know, some people get mm-hmm. engaged and they have to save for years and they do, you know, a few years of planning. Whereas if you already have that money, mm-hmm. it's like, right, well, I'm having this, 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 and this, let's just get it sorted. And, and when you put it in the plan, the hands of a planner, it gets done even quicker. And I think now, now you're, you've kind of got got to that large scale wedding. I I think you'll I think you'll they'll come in last minute. Yeah, well I mean I'm quoting I'm quoting on one um for March um and the client only came to me this month. Yeah. So yeah. I've just um it, it's a case of just suck it and see, isn't it? Um see how see how it goes. But I don't I don't want to I don't want to Take on. I don't want to sound like a diva either. I really, this do not take me the wrong way. I don't want to sound like a diva, but I really, I really want to create weddings that I am completely obsessed by. Right. Okay. Um. And I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to do the weddings that that don't fill me with joy. Like when the brief doesn't fill me with joy. And that's not me being a. That's not me being diva at all. I just. I just want something that lights my fire. Mm. Um, So I suppose if you're doing the larger scale weddings, the the dream is to do less of them mm. on larger scale. So rather than fitting in the little Mm. weddings in between, so you're constantly playing catch up, you Mm. then take out those smaller weddings and you just concentrate on the big ones yeah that's... you refine it and then better you get it you refine it don't you you know how many staff you need you you don't have to waste time getting quotes for this and quotes that because you know how much the the crew are going to be you know yeah. how much this is so yeah that's the dream and we'll see if it comes to fruition I mean the with the cost of living crisis and stuff we just don't really know what the year's going to hold it's um it's not it's it's pretty horrible out there at the moment with everything that's going on um so we'll see. We'll see how this year ends up. I'm going in positive anyway. I'm going to go. I'm going through positive. Um, and yeah, hoping some really juicy stuff comes in. Yeah. But you still have to remember, I know there's a cost of living crisis and, you know, I'm sat here with no heating on and, you know, we're we're all, you know, feeling the pinch. But there are people that are still flying around in private jets and self like helicopter pads in their garden who aren't feeling it at all yeah very true. and if they want to have a big garden party with flowers they're gonna have a big garden party with flowers and then you're gonna be more than happy to help them out and then you know there, there will there still will be and also there will still be there will still be weddings people still want to get married oh, yeah 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 i mean i know that um a lot of people on insta that i follow are pretty much booked for the entire year like weddings are coming in like and yeah. people are getting into 24 and things like that um so that, yeah there's definitely weddings there's there's definitely people who are getting married there's definitely people with money um but i think for me it is a case of um I, i'm i've been really picky about what i take on okay good yeah well I'll sell my flowers to anyone <laughs> anyone yeah, that comes. You, know I mean. I mean, you know what I mean I've been doing this for exactly. long, I've been doing it for a long time and I think that for me because I've been doing it for so long and because I've been doing it for so long and I'm getting old in the tooth now with it all I want I want to make sure that it's filling me with joy yeah. every job that I do is filling me with joy and one thing that does feel with joy, aside from like the flowery bit, is actually being able to, um, to really get to know my clients, yeah, and to immerse myself in the brief, yeah. Rather than it being a you know a kind of oh yeah that's fine yeah a few emails back and forth and a couple of meetings I really want to I really want that kind of that's that client service to be a huge part of my business Mm. and if I have more time to do that then I can develop a a stronger relationship with my clients yeah and make sure you're giving them everything giving them everything exactly yeah yeah well I hope it all comes I really think it's all going to come in for you I, I mean January is just so miserable Oh January is the worst month of the year and it's always a bit depressing isn't it I mean I've been I've been all right I've been fairly positive with stuff and to be fair there's some cool stuff coming up like yeah you know there is some cool stuff coming up um, yeah some cool stuff coming up and um which we can't talk about yet but um yeah it's going to be it's going to be a really good year and I'm going to have more time which is nice because that's another thing that I've learned about how it was last year I time to waft around in your mustard and terracotta kitchen in your in your fancy kimono and drink coffee. That's oh what you do. It's <laughs> going to be so nice. It's going to be so nice. But, yeah, the, I was extremely time poor last year, and um, I missed out on a lot of stuff um, with my family, with my friends, um, you know, with everything. And I don't want to do that again this year. I yeah. want to be working. But I don't. I just don't want to lose lose all of that and just be working. I don't want to just be working, 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 working. Yeah, you last year you got the work, but you lost the life. I lost the life completely. Yeah, yeah. completely. And we just we had you know a few a few moments of you know some um, long weekends away and stuff with the family, but I did. We didn't get a proper holiday or anything because I just I couldn't fit it in, which is really bad. Yeah,
1: um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You'll 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 get the. You'll get the balance right. I feel mm. like um anybody that works with flowers or weddings, you know, you lose, you do lose a lot of your weekends. But yeah, if you can factor mm. it all in, just block it all out. Go through your diary and block out. I've gone through my calendar and blocked out all the half-term holidays and mm. all the summer holidays, so I know where they are. Um, we're not going to go on holiday this year because we are going to move house. Exactly. Um but we, but you know, we'll go paddleboarding and camping, and you know, go and go and stay with our friends in Norfolk and do do a few things away, and that is really really important. And yeah, hopefully, it's really important, Jess. It's important to actually take some time to be social. Yeah, um, not I just kind of lock yourself away. Oh my, like, we went for one night in Cambridge for my birthday. Mm. Um, just went away, and we went out for dinner, and we like got pissed and we would scoot you know I know oh, you're not supposed to but you know you scoot around on those electric ex- those little naughty. things through the park at like silly o'clock I say silly o'clock I think we were bed fast asleep by half past 11 because we'd like <laughs> um but we just had a really nice time and it makes you go oh god we do really like each other and like you'd like each other's company and life and experiences and fun are really important they are. And I, we're going on our um our January trip to Brighton. Nice. Don't buy any more birthday. crap for your house. I know. I've already, my mum said to me, she said, you know, every time you go to Brighton, you come back with new furniture. <laughs> you I said, do. Yes. She's like, don't oh. do that because, you know, you getting your extension. You don't know what's going to, you know, what you want to keep and what you want, you know, all of that stuff. But anyway, yeah, we're going back to the motherland. um, And that's going to be nice. We got We've got three nights in Brighton for Tom's birthday nice and it's going to be fabulous but it's it's having those small little moments as well um like you say it's just nice to be able to spend a bit of time together and you know drink a cocktail or two cocktail we this is what we do we oh I've th- probably told you this a million times we go down to Brighton we get there we we put our stuff in they always let us kind of um get rid of our luggage early and then we just go pub we go pub yeah. for a beer and then it ends up like an all day bender And then by about nine o'clock, we're absolutely pissed. Um and then day two uh, is just a hangover. Honestly, so hungover the next day, and we say every single time we go, Oh, why do we do that to ourselves? Um, but we yeah, we do the same thing every time. <laughs> we buy ridiculous stuff from the flea market when we're hungover. And then the last day that we leave, we we have to go and pick it all up, and it's always just carnage. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and again, like looking forward to a lot more little moments where I-, I just get away. I found as well, like getting to the coast is just so good for me. Yeah, um, and Margate. We went to Margate last year. Oh, I loved it. Oh my I God, Margate. I, could I loved Margate and Wilder, my sonny, loved Margate. And we just had such a nice time and it was beautiful weather, even though it was supposed to, was supposed to rain that entire time we were there. It was so warm and the, we were down at the beach and my best friend Shona lives there and we, we hooked up and it was just magic. And they've got a really nice, they've got a really cool vibe in,
1: yeah. in
0: Margate and they've got a really good music scene and stuff. Anyway, it's good. And oh, if I could if I could move to Margate tomorrow, I actually would. You should. I it's could see. What, it's not the beaten track. It's like two hours from London. Two hours. Yeah. Okay. So how? Well, you you probably go to London more often. I was going to say, how often do you actually go to London? I I, I do work in London quite a bit these days. No, oh, I know you do, but yeah. like we're kind of. I suppose we're only an hour from London, aren't we? We're an hour from London, and it just how would I get people? No one would come and work and freelance in Margate. A retirement plan then? Yeah. Yeah. Retirement <laughs> plan like that <laughs> <laughs> oh cool. well I'm really glad that um your year was so good last year and that you know you're positive about this year And you I need a uh, week in the sun and a massage but what mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go and do is stick on my rubber trousers and my bubble hat and go and start shifting a whole load of stuff around to make space for my shipping container being moved tomorrow nice so the shipping container is is packed full of so much. Is stuff. this your the one that's at yours? Yeah. Oh, so is that just going to get with all lifting the stuff it? it? They're lifting oh, it course. and they're hopefully coming down the road next to the the, the disused road next to the yeah. next to my field, and they're hopefully craning it over the top of the hedge and back down again. Oh my god. And then at least I'll have somewhere to wee in a bucket because I don't have any toilet at the moment. I've just been having to wee in the hedge and it's very exposed. Oh, God. <laughs> wee in the bucket. I was just weeing the back of my van in a bucket all the time. <laughs> going outside churches. Oh, my God. I think I once went for like three wees. Like they turned up to the church late, um, the, the clients, the couple, and um, you had to wee in a bucket three times. It doesn't bother me. It's, I just I'm really fed up of kind of because there's the footpath that goes down by the side of the field thinking somebody's going to walk down and see my bar in it. Like I'd rather <laughs> like at least I've got somewhere pro- that we will build like a really nice compost toilet. So for later on in the summer, anyone that's coming for pick your own and everything. Yeah, we, you won't we, be expected to wee in a bucket. I'll be like yeah, Go this bucket. in the shipping <laughs> container and pee in that bucket. It will be like, no, here's the shipping container. Here's the, you know his nice compost toilet and things but, oh. but at the moment you know when it's just me being able to wee in a bucket in a shipping container it feels like luxury <laughs> <laughs> well this is it this is it it's good that no one was going to see your butt <laughs> it's not it's a nice butt but you know no one it's needs nice to butt. see it um yeah so that's that so yes in in conclusion uh me and Vic have waffled on in true style but please Come and help us with our Facebook, and come and help us with our Instagram, and um, keep on following us, and we'll try and do better. Yeah, we'll try and do the best that we can do, but we're not—we we can't promise anything. We will release podcasts. That's what we're going to do. That's like me with my flowers. I, I won't promise you anything. I'll do my yeah. best, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, look, it's been nice to chat, and um, yeah. We look forward to bringing you some more fabulous podcasts soon. Yeah. Don't even know who they're going to be with yet, so we can't even give any like, "Oh, there's someone exciting coming up because we don't even know. There's always exciting people coming up because that's the people we book, Jess. Absolutely. you are You are very right. Okay, I'm going. Enjoy the rest of your day, Victoria. You too, and uh, we'll be back next week, next fortnight, or next month. We haven't decided yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Girlflower Podcast. Please subscribe, share, and review on your podcast provider and help us to reach out and connect with other florists, growers, and enthusiasts.